It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Joe Cook, uh, Inside Texas beat writer. Uh, Joe was up late last night uh, watching the Longhorns claim victory against East Carolina. Uh, Joe, uh, what what do you what what do you think about the Longhorns headed to Omaha? Man, they've they've made it over half the time. There's been a College World Series. Texas has made it. Uh, it's just an impressive job by David Pierce, who uh, put together a really strong offensive program this year. Uh, he's been led by two pitchers, uh, in, in Pete Hansen and, and Lucas Gordon. The rest of the staff's been up and down, and that that played out in Game One. Uh, a very active crowd for ECU at. East Car- or at Clark LeClaire Stadium, put 13 runs on Texas. Uh, and they the, the Pirates still scored in game two, but Texas lineup it just doesn't have any holes in it right now. And what they were able to do uh, from top to bottom uh, to not only score as many runs as they did on Saturday, but to come back in an environment, in a place where all these, you know, people are going crazy, looking forward to their first trip to Omaha – Dylan Campbell, Douglas Odo, and everybody else just rips their hearts out and makes things worse and worse and worse. And then we get to Sunday, uh, weather delays the first pitch. They get a half inning in. More weather delays the you know next half inning, and it's just you know I don't know why they started it when they did, especially with that weather delay. But hey, it worked out to Texas' favor uh, between Ivan Melendez breaking the BB Core era bat record, uh, home run record to just Texas and Tristan Stevens pitching his heart out literally uh, with 101 pitches on short rest uh, to shut down one of the hottest teams in the country and to get back to Omaha. It was just extremely impressive by, by Texas. And uh, they're there again. Uh, David Pierce has had, this is his sixth season, if you include the COVID year. Uh, So, but in five full seasons, he's made three trips to Omaha uh, that's a pretty good clip, and, uh, you know, they're going to go up there. They don't have to face the number one overall team in the country in, in Tennessee because Notre Dame knocked them off. But guess who's in their side of the bracket? you got Texas A&M and Oklahoma, and they're going to face one of those two teams and potentially both, uh, depending on what happens, you know, with the Irish and then after that. So uh, just a great achievement. Um, you know, this this team struggled throughout the course of the year, even after starting number one. Uh, it's We've, we've kind of documented it at all. Uh, they've had their flaws. They still have some of their flaws, um, but the hitting and the pitching of late has been good enough to cover for that and get them through to Omaha. And now they're one of the last eight. It's an impressive feat. I don't think this should be taken for granted because in the era of the 11.7 scholarships and uh, just more teams having access to being on TV and access to better players, um, it's still a feat. Yeah, I think it personally, I, I maybe I'm wrong. You can correct me here. I think it was probably easier for Texas back in the day to get to Omaha than it is now. And David Pierce is still getting there. Uh, it's it's really impressive. And, uh, you know, this team may not be together with a lot of the characters we see right now uh, next season. A lot of guys are draft eligible or using their last years. So uh, be interesting to see uh, how far they go and uh, just what type of season 
just how this season ends for Texas. Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, I don't know if it's rarer nowadays to get to the College World Series because I think just about the same amount of teams play baseball. Uh, you, you, there's less concentration of talent, I think, among the teams, which is what you're talking about, and I, I do agree with that. College baseball, you see more. I don't want to say equity. Uh, but you see more uh, uh, evenness among teams. Uh, nobody's really running away with a, a conference championship type stuff in, in most major conferences. Um, hey, I, I do want to mention this and ask you about this. Tell us a little bit about Tristan Stevens, his personal uh, journey. He That cannot be what David Pierce expected after, I mean, frankly, everybody got knocked around that Texas pitched, whether it was whether it was uh, Friday or Saturday, they got touched on a little bit. Now, uh, Stevens, however, comes in and pitches six innings of one run ball. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, he. Th- this is someone who, despite being from Springfield, Missouri, and I think going to junior college, this th- Tristan Stevens grew up a Longhorn fan. I think one time in the past couple of years, he mentioned that uh, he wears number 35 because he grew up and Kevin Durant wore number 35. Uh, so this is someone who w- will literally give his right arm for Texas. And David Pierce has done a pretty good job of making sure that exactly doesn't happen. Uh, a very good job. Uh, but, you know, this is a, a team full of people who just want the ball on a daily basis as often as they can. And I think no one exemplifies that more than, than Pete Hansen and, and Tristan Stevens. Um, he, you know, like you mentioned, was roughed up on, on Friday, uh, has given up a couple home runs early in his outing at several junctures of the year, but they gave him the ball on Sunday and he looked like the Tristan Stevens we saw during the 2021 season, just being efficient and lasting 101 pitches. That was what really impressed me. Like that is, this is a guy on very short rest to probably even no rest. And he goes out there and throws his, just throws his heart out. And it, it's, it's, I don't think he would have it any other way. Um, I think that's that was probably one of the best ways this Texas team could have sent themselves off into into Omaha is to see a senior leader who probably doesn't have very many professional baseball aspirations uh, to go and lay it all out on the line uh, and, and do that for Texas. I think that bodes well and it'll resonate with the rest of the lineup and it'll do a lot of good things for this team as they're headed into uh, headed to Omaha. Well, the, 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 the bats got going early yesterday, too. Um, nine runs in the first two innings, a couple of uh, solo shots uh, sprinkled throughout the rest of the game. Texas wins 11-1, and one, uh, playing in Greenville, North Carolina, so they had to go on the road to win two of three. Uh, Joe, they play Friday. They play against Notre Dame, correct? Do we know uh, what time they play yet? I don't think it's locked in on Friday, but that's the conventional wisdom, just I think I'm being on the left side of the bracket. Um, I think there are probably by the time this video comes out, uh, actually, no, there are two uh, super regional games popped up on my screen. One's at four Stanford and Yukon. Uh, one's at seven 30. I think that's central time uh, Oregon state and Auburn. So they're probably they're, the NCAA will probably wait till those games go ahead and get cleared out before they announce a schedule. Uh, but probably the the Friday game whether it's early or, or late remains to be seen so you're saying uh, just to be clear you're saying that there's still some teams waiting to see who gets to Omaha right that's those there's, are the games you're talking about okay so that'll fill out the 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 World Series roster of eight teams it's double elimination uh once they get to Omaha uh Texas uh now 
for its 38th time, the baseball program making the Collegiate World Series. Uh, just incredible, incredible stuff. Uh, Longhorns Joe also had several official visitors or three official visitors in over the weekend. I spoke with Jerry Hamilton yesterday about those three. I've also talked with uh, Eric Nolene and uh, uh, Justin Wells off off the outside the camera uh, prior to this uh, conversation with you. Uh, the Longhorns hosting Spencer Shannon, a tight end out of Santa Ana Mater Day. Cedric Baxter, nation's top running back out of Orlando's Edgewater High School. And uh, Liani Leafau, a linebacker out of uh, Kahuku, Hawaii. Uh, you were uh, in Austin for some of those festivities. You saw the, the elite bash go on on Saturday as well. You were there for that. Uh, what's your takeaway from the big recruiting weekend uh, for the Longhorns? Well, when you walk in and you see uh, three Lamborghinis parked out front of the north end zone of a, a Memorial Stadium, it, it kind of gives you a sense on what they're about to be doing. Um, Baxter, I think uh, just kind of cliff notes on each. I know Jerry and, and Eric and Justin have way more info. We've Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Definitely filtered a lot of that info into the inside scoop and more stuff we'll have this week. But, you know, that's the top running back in, in the country uh, in on three's rankings. Texas is after him, uh, Baxter and Ruben Owens in state. And it kind of seems like they they have, you know, they're, they're after both. And bringing in Baxter on official visit really does uh, show how much he's interested in Texas. As far as uh, Shannon goes, it's a school that uh, Steve Sarkeesian has a lot of connections with both previously and currently. I mean, I I'm pretty sure uh, his son, I think, goes there. Uh, so, you know, it's a football powerhouse on the West Coast. They put out some of the best players in the country. Um, and, you know, I think Shannon, he, he was a baseball guy, and then he figured out he could play football pretty well. So, uh, Texas seems to be battling some West Coast schools, Pac-12 schools there. And then uh, LaFowl, Le um, I think, honestly, it's one of those things where you can see more and more uh, players from Hawaii and even on the West Coast start to, you know, move further eastward. Uh, you know, maybe Tua Tagalaivo is doing Texas a small favor here and showing that you can go that far uh, from Hawaii and still be successful. And Texas is a little closer. Um but you're seeing Hawaiians and, and people from, you know, Southern California start to filter out a little bit more towards programs around the country, not just ones typically associated with being on the West Coast and having a lot of Polynesian guys. I mean, uh, Junior Angulau, uh comes to mind. Patrick Vahe, granted, he was from Trinity. He comes to mind. Uh, so, uh, you know, maybe that's something that helps Texas in, in this area. And uh it, you're just a, a great football, a state that produces some high-level football talent every now and then. What better way to break in than to get one of the better linebackers from there? A couple of things real quick. Um, I want to mention Spencer Shannon. We're waiting. He spoke with uh, Ju our Justin Wells at Inside Texas yesterday. He's making a decision, expected to make a decision any, uh, any day now. Uh, we're on commitment watch because the Longhorns are thought to be a favorite along with uh, Washington and UCLA. Uh, and then Jerry Hamilton spoke with uh, 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 Baxter last night. Uh, Baxter said he gave the visit a 10 out of 10. Uh, really enjoyed his time 
uh, in Austin as well. So uh, that's going to be interesting. A lot of offers went out uh, through the through the last weekend too, as far as uh, the the Junior Day or I, I think they called it the Elite Bash. Yeah. Uh, but now we're also sitting up here. So I think there was almost a dozen, most of them uh, 2024s or 2025 class uh, offers. I don't want to talk too much about those. I do know that there's expected to be a visitor this weekend that we're starting to, to, to get ready for. And that's Arch Manning, uh, the quarterback out of New Orleans, uh, the nephew of uh, Peyton and Eli Manning. Uh, and he is expected in Austin for his official visit after visiting Alabama this past weekend and Georgia the weekend before. Uh, you know, what's the anticipation like there in Austin, Joe, uh, and what you're hearing on the ground? I mean, it's huge. They, they know that uh, this is a, a just a, a priority player, and number one overall prospect from, from America's football family. Uh, really good player, uh, kind of a uh, – or not kind of, definitely someone that uh, other recruits will follow uh, from around the country, not just in-state or one state over. Um, it's a big deal. They know they're getting the third swing. Uh, this, is, this is, you know, I think he was on campus last summer. Uh, he was on campus for Oklahoma State game, and now he's on campus here again uh, after visits to Alabama and Georgia. So um, this is uh, this is one of the biggest recruitments, if not one, at least of this cycle uh, for Steve Sarkeesian, if not of his entire tenure so far, uh, at least conventional recruitment. I'll give it that tag so we can separate it from when they got Quinn Ewers and when they got uh, Xavier Worthy. This is probably the biggest conventional recruitment for Steve Sarkeesian, uh, just because a lot of what could happen with this class depends on what Arch Manning wants to do. And so he, AJ Milwee, everybody else in the program is going to make sure that, you know, and we say this a lot, but it's very true, red carpet, maybe burn orange carpet treatment and uh, show some of the other guys who are also going to be visiting and we'll have that list on Inside Texas as well. Uh, you know, what type of class could come together should, you know, maybe they stick around in Austin and say that's where they want to be. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at the list. Colton Vosick, the defensive end out of uh, Austin Westlake, is on supposed to be on campus tomorrow and uh, through Thursday, I believe, for his official visit. He's already visited Oklahoma and Clemson. He visited the Sooners this past weekend. Uh, not only is Arch Manning coming this weekend, his teammate, Will Randall, the tight end, out of Bishop Newman, uh, or out of Isidore Newman, uh, Jaquez Petaway wide receiver yeah. out of Langham Creek expected in town, as well as two defensive linemen, Michael Gardner and Sadir Mitchell, uh, the uh, defensive lineman, one from Arizona, Phoenix area, uh, Peoria actually, which is about, I think about 30 minutes outside of Phoenix. And then another from uh, Oradell, uh, Bergen Catholic, I believe, uh, Sadir Mitchell, Northern Jersey. He's coming down. He's six foot four, 350 pound. Defensive lineman's already visited Georgia as well as Miami and some others. Uh, I think another in-state prospect that's going to be there that we need to keep an eye on is Mikel Harrison Pilot, a young man out of Temple who plays both ways. Uh, Texas recruiting him as a receiver, but could easily switch to defense if it doesn't work out for him on offense. Um, Joe, anything else you want to mention as you get ready? I know you're likely headed to Omaha this week. Uh, anything else happening on the 40 acres? We, we forgot to maybe mention the two, the track runner up finishes uh, this past weekend. Uh, that was uh, nice news uh, for the Longhorns athletic program. Anything else? 
I guess you can just kind of parlay it into that. Texas is winning the Directors Cup again. Uh, from all the tabulations, we've had some members on Inside Texas. I know there's a social media account that tracks it too. Um, it's not going to be, I think, official until both track is done and then I think a College World Series ends. But basically, it, it seems as if, I mean, Stan and Stanford's also still in the College World Series as well, but looks like Texas has locked it up again. And Stanford had a 20-year chokehold on the, on the Directors' Cup. Uh, a lot of that had to do with, you know, them fielding some sports that not everybody else in the country does, uh, just, a, just a pure volume of sports that they fielded and were obviously very successful at. Uh, but Texas was great in, in everything that they uh, went after this year. Uh, indoor track national title, just a lot of top three finishes, uh, ten, women's tennis national title, softball making the finals, uh, golf winning, men's golf winning the national championship, uh, everything but football. <laughs> uh, and, and that was uh, something asked about, asked to this Chris Del Conte not too long ago, but everything else is going really, really well for, for Texas. Uh, Athletic department seems as healthy as it's ever been. Uh, they and they've got some nice big crystal trophies to help uh, serve as evidence of that. So uh, a lot of good hires were made. A lot of good support has been given, uh, and as a result, a lot of these programs are just winning. And uh, kudos to Cristo Conte and company for taking home the most likely taking home the Directors Cup for a back-to-back -back year. Yeah, that's that, that's a that's a long-term goal set by the university 20 plus years ago that finally came to fruition many years in the future. Uh, it seems like there was like a 10 year hiatus on that, on the quest for that through uh, the Steve uh, Patterson, Mike Perrin uh, guidance or stewardship of the athletic department uh, as they were trying to, uh, Texas was trying to maneuver from the lost odds until their next uh, long-term athletic director. And they think they found it now in uh, Chris Del Conte. All right. Joe Cook of InsideTexas.com, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be listening to you soon. I believe tomorrow we'll have Eric Nalin on for our weekly State of the Program. Uh, for Joe Cook, I'm Bobby Burton. Thanks for watching on Texas Football.